buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to You Auto Know right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Having trouble getting employees for your gas station, grocery store, liquor store, and you're just battling the fight? Well, check this company out. They will do a uh, self-checkout system backed by National Cash Register. They're local. They give 24-hour service seven days a week. You can call them at 800-540-2149. That's 800-540-2149 if you happen to have a system that would fit their needs. And the only way to find out is give Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, or Ramona a call and tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. Hot Rods and Custom Stuff for all your hot rod needs. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com. And if you're looking for great general repair, West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations, go to westautomotivegroup.com. All right, I did a, guess what? Ford's coming out with a new vehicle, another truck, but not the one you'd think. Take a listen. I don't know if you guys have been watching, but Ford's come up with another amazing vehicle. Now, you might remember the name, Maverick, but this is not the Maverick your mom and dad used to take you to school in. This is, I think, my personal opinion, the right truck for the right time. We got Trevor Scott on the line. I'm, is that correct? I'm going to look here. Yes, yeah, Trevor Scott. So, Trevor, uh, is it not the right truck for the right time? We think so, Dave. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, a lot of exciting things going on at Ford Motor Company, right? You've, you've got the all-new Bronco coming back this summer. We just recently revealed uh, the F-150 Lightning, our, uh, our, our F-150 uh, full battery electric vehicle uh, coming next year in 2022. And uh, really exciting for Ford Motor Company to introduce this, this really this white space product in the all-new Maverick. Um, it's a, a compact pickup, uh, you know, seats five passengers. It has a standard hybrid engine in it, uh, believe it or not, right? It's the first full hybrid pickup in America. It's going to be the most fuel-efficient truck on the market. You got all the standard technologies and really connected features that you would expect from Ford all of the built for touch capability in a truck, right? So we're not compromising uh, by any means in the uh, sort of the capability space. And, you know, best part about all of it is you got a starting price of less than $20,000. You know, okay, so I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room. What about Ranger? I mean, are we still, are you still continuing with Ranger? And is this really a totally different direction? No, we're absolutely still continuing with Ranger. There are no there are no plans to discontinue Ranger by any means, right? It's it's absolutely just a an extra, um, really an extension of our built for tough lineup. And really, we we see you know different customers for both the Maverick and the Ranger. Uh, Ranger is very much uh, you know a vehicle that's that's uh, looking at sort of the off road capability, the adventurous spirit that that customer um, really sort of um, is pursuing. Maverick is really all about the dependability, the affordability, 
and not having to compromise. And that's what a lot of these customers at this price point are having to do today. They're driving small cars, small SUVs. Maybe they're, they're purchasing vehicles for fuel efficiency, but they're trading off cargo space or they're trading off passenger seating or they're trading off just the, the versatility that a compact pickup would afford them. And so Maverick is really geared at a different customer and we expect to see a lot of customers looking at Maverick um, as first-time truck intenders, customers that maybe wouldn't have considered a truck before, looking at this because the total package at an affordable price um, fits all of their lifestyle needs. Well, you know as well as I do, how many people buy a Ford truck and never use it as a Ford truck? They use it as a <laughs> Ford car. You know what I'm saying? So, And they may not get the comfortable ride. They may not get the capacities. But it looks to me like you guys said, all right, if you guys aren't going to drive our Ranger as a truck, let's give you an opportunity to drive a Ford Maverick that's a unibody design and give you some hybrid, I mean, real fuel mileage, and the opportunity to tow up to what, 1,500 pounds? So, to, so yeah, we've got a, a maximum payload on Maverick of 1,500 pounds, a uh, standard towing of 2,000 pounds, oh, and then yeah. our – our optional, uh, our optional gas engine, our optional two-liter gas engine, actually has an available towing package of up to 4,000 pounds. So you've definitely got the, the versatility and the capability of a Maverick. But again, Ranger, right, just takes it one step higher, right? You get, you get more size in the Ranger. You get more cargo space in the Ranger. You still get better off-road capability in the Ranger, as well as additional payload and towing capability. But again, there's different niches here, and we absolutely think that there is a, a perfect uh, balance between Maverick and Ranger in our uh, Ford Built Ford Tough lineup. Wow. And, you know, it's funny. I'm reading the history of the Model T with Henry Ford, and innovation was, well, once he got over, you know, letting the Model T go and moving forward, and once he did that, and every time I interview with you guys, it reminds me of the mindset of Ford back in the day when they were innovators way beyond a lot of the other manufacturers. And here we go again with a truck that I, I, I think is going to be a market that people are going to look around and say, you know what, this might be for me, you know, because I may not need the bed today, but I could use it down the road, but I still want all the creature comforts. And you've got some other uh, features on here that I was kind of impressed with. Let me scroll down here and take a peek. And one of them was, uh, well, the interior design was one thing, but it was the capabilities of fit slots. What are those? No, it's a great question, right? And and I think, you know, knowing sort of the affordability mindset with this customer, right, because to your point, right, Ford is all about innovation. And I think it's really about knowing who your customer is and what are the things that you're trying to address with a, a white space product like this? Obviously, we know that fuel efficiency is important to this customer. We know that passenger seating, cargo space, all of those things are important. And Maverick delivers on all of the above. But when you get into the affordability space, you want to be able to provide customers with the ability to customize their vehicle, but not necessarily have to pay, uh, you know, above and beyond their means to get those things. And so our flex bed, which is the, the truck bed for the vehicle, provides a ton of standard provisions that allow the customers to, for example, create their own bike rack or create bed dividers just by buying materials at their local hardware store. The same could be said for the fit slot that you, uh, that you referenced in the uh, inside of the vehicle. There is a slot 
um, where we intend to provide the customers with the actual blueprint so that those that are familiar with 3D printing could actually print their own customization within the vehicle. Call it cup holders, waste baskets, you name it, a whole bunch of different ways that they can use that slot in their vehicle to effectively make it their own, right, and do so affordably. So these are the kind of things, sort of the creativity that we're looking at to try and make sure that we're providing the level of personalization and customization that these customers are looking for. Now, you know I'm an old service manager, and whenever I see somebody take a vehicle and start chopping up the wiring to add lights or to add a winch, or to, it just makes my hair stand up on the back of my neck because if they don't do it right, then they're into the dealership and they think it should be under warranty. But you guys have eliminated that issue as well with the 12-volt electrical power pre-wired so folks can add, and this is in the bed, on either side of the bed, so the DIYers can actually you know, do things to their vehicle without destroying the warranty. Yep, you got it. I mean, that's, you know, back to sort of knowing your customer, right, is, is yeah. we saw customers with small compact pickups that were drilling holes in the bed, you know, splicing wires, right, and just to your point, causing all kinds of potential harm with the vehicle. So what we wanted to do was provide the customer with the access to these same type of, you know, features and kind of DIY capability that would not sort of infringe on the, the actual operation of the vehicle. So things like that standard 12-volt, 20-amp, um, you know, pre-wired sources that they can access in the vehicle, like I referenced earlier, built-in slots into the flex bed that allow you to sort of kind of create your own space, um, things like bed dividers and bike racks and, and you, know, you name it, will provide the customer with a whole kind of playbook in terms of what they can do with the, the bed of their truck and really kind of personalize it and make it their own. And for those guys and girls out there that are collectors, it looks like you guys are going to come out with a limited first edition. That's correct. Yep. So uh, for the 22 model year program, uh, we will have a first edition package available on our, our high-end Lariat series. It introduces a, a number of different design elements, uh, unique wheels and tires, uh, graphics on both the hood and the side of the vehicle as well as my personal favorite, the blacked-out roof. It's really a sharp-looking package and, uh, and really will stand out amongst the rest of the lineup. Man, I tell you what, I'm going to contact Deborah and see if I can sweet-talk her into coming on a press event. I'll bring my videographer for my YouTube page because I'm telling you, this, this, would, this is something that I think what I mean, I've already had people talking to me about it. And I said, I haven't even interviewed him yet. Give me a break. I don't know nothing about this truck yet. Give me a <laughs> Yeah, we'll, well we'll look forward hey, to having you out there. Yep, for well, sure. Hey, remember, Dave Stahl. Don't forget that. I know, terrible name we'll for forget. a car. I still can't get over the 19.995. And you can get your, I mean, and range is over 500 miles, 40 miles per gallon. And you're not in California, but let me tell you what, brother, we're at 440, 450 a gallon out here. Yep, and that's the beauty of it, right, is, you know, people might think you're driving a truck, therefore you're, you're sacrificing fuel economy, but not with Maverick, right? You get the 40 MPG in the city, targeted range of 500 miles, all wow. the standard technologies like 8-inch center stack screen, uh, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, rear view camera, right, all the technologies that you would expect in a Ford vehicle, and again, at a price point of less than $20,000. Unbelievable. And it's a pretty wild colors, too, I understand. Yeah, all, all kinds of great colors. Uh, love our interior environments. As you mentioned earlier, a lot of creativity went into the design of the inside of the vehicle. 
Um, you know, whether you're talking about the, the storage solutions we had, tons of storage underneath the rear seat. We've got, you know, storage in the door sills. You can actually put one liter water bottles in the, the actual uh, door sills themselves. Lots of great creativity that went into the overall packaging and design of this vehicle. Well, I tell you what, buddy, another home run. And since you're marketing, I really think you need to bring back that light bulb because I always liked that was a great idea, and I think this is the time to bring it back. <laughs> Duly noted. All right, Trevor. Hope to see you on a press event down the road. Be safe, and I can't wait for the next exciting vehicle coming out of Ford. Awesome, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to You Ought to Know right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. Go to sd-propane.com for all your propane needs. Talk to Dave. Tell him you heard it on the radio. Thank him. Now, he only services East County, but he can save you a lot of money, and it's worth checking out. And Express Auto Service, 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. They're getting ready to do a partial restoration on a 70 Plymouth Roadrunner. You guys ought to check that out at ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com. All right, folks, we've got the infamous Brian Armstead on the line. In fact, we like him so much, we're going to keep him to the top of the hour and the vehicle he wants to talk about first, if anything else can compare, you can just let me know. How you doing, Brian? I'm fine, Dave. Uh, I just have one question for you, my friend. My dear friend, yeah. my, my awesome friend. Ah, here it comes. Here it comes. One question. Right. One question for you. Can a brother borrow $28 million, please? Oh, jump change. Hold on a second. I got 30 <laughs> in the left. I got fi- Yeah, sure. I got it right here for you. How much money? Well, then you need... How much? Twenty twenty eight million dollars. Millions de dollars. Uh, Dave, I mean come on. Is you that know, the mo- is that the most expensive car? Is that right now? Did that just take the number one? Oh absolutely. For and a production. Car. For a production I mean, car. It, production production car, absolutely. You know, but this is not your typical production car, Dave Stahl. This is where folks were talking about I don't even know if they've even put a year on this model. We're talking about the Rolls-Royce boat tail. Now, basically, they've taken what appears to be a Phantom and then uh, a Phantom convertible, mm-hmm. and they've uh, taken the whole rear of the car. And, and to me, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It, 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 the tail has been shaped in the form of a boat tail that you would see on, like, an early Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. or some of the early uh, offerings from... Ferrari and some other manufacturers. Boat tails are very popular. I don't want to get on the air and, and pretend I remember the decade, because uh, but they were a very popular styling cue. Right. I know the Alpha, the Alpha Spider, as early as late as uh, the 1960s and 70s, had a boat tail design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This car is just absolutely breathtaking, and it harkens back to the day, Dave, when cars were coach built. And that's what Rolls Royce is trying to get back to. Right. Even have a, they have a statement out that um, kind of sets the whole parameters for why this boat tail was built. Let me read it to you. This is from Torsten Muller Otvos. He's the chief executive officer of Rolls Royce Motor Cars. And he went on to say the ability to personalize almost every aspect of a motor car is still one of the main reasons our patrons come to us. But we know some wish to go further still. In 2017, we stunned the world with our first fully coach-built motor car of the modern era, 
we talked about the early era. Mm-hmm. The spectacular Rose Royce Swept Hill it was, by definition, an entirely unique commission, but in our minds, it was the start of a journey. We have formally reestablished our Coachville Department for those patrons who wish to go beyond the existing constraints and explore the almost limitless possibilities this opens up for them. We are able to offer our customers the opportunity to create a motor car in which every single element is hand-built to their precise individual requirements as befits our status as a true luxury house. So, Dave, uh, you know, 25, 28 million. I mean, three of these have been commissioned so far. Mm-hmm. And it's rumored that uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce have uh, purchased one of them. Sure. Now, when I went to, uh, I went recently, and we talked about this on the air, we uh, went down to Austin, Texas to uh, to the Rolls-Royce um, Dawn, Dawn Convertible, Ghost Convertible, at any rate, it was one of the uh, more popular and less, much less expensive Rolls-Royce vehicles that I went down to test drive late last year, mm-hmm, early mm-hmm. this year. I can't remember. Time is kind of a blur right now. <laughs> but we, we met a couple, a young couple in their 30s, perhaps, uh, maybe the gentleman was in his 40s, that were, they had a Cullinan already, Cullinan already and they were, you know, designing their own Dawn. Or ghost, rather. It was a ghost. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, people have a lot of money, and those who have money like to do things in their own way. So why not build a car that you can treasure for the rest of your of your life and and you know pass it down from generation to generation well and you know what because well because you don't mean to interrupt but joe you know as well as i do this high end of a car this limited production of this high end of a car is better than money in the bank i was at the santa barbara press event when we took the ghost out and i was introduced to a kid he i'm gonna say kid he was like 35 and his lovely wife, and they were buying a his and hers. And they had invited him to the event, a his and hers. And then I talked to Jerry, and Jerry says, oh, yeah, because I was asking about the exclusivity of these cars because you can put your, you know, the night you were born, you can put your, your star constellations in the roof if you want, or you can use the starboard. So I told him, I said, so what is some of the other unique things? Paint. Now, if Brian Armstead wants a specific paint color, you put it on the car, and nobody can order that paint because it's now right. yours for the life of the car. Okay, so as the as the host and you as my illustrious co-host, uh, I have an assignment. I'll send it to you in print that you need to okay. go to where they're built and do a report on the the, the coach work because we want to know are there any machines involved any CAD computers oh, no, I can I can I now I have not been to Goodwood where Rolls Royce cars well you have an assignment I and I need an answer by I, Tuesday and just to let you know that uh, we, we referenced Jerry Jerry Spawn is the head of uh, communications for Rolls Royce yeah. North America but he's in he told me he said look if you get to the United Kingdom we'll you know you get to London we'll set you up with a car to drive up to crew really so that's just I'm just waiting for post COVID to yeah. you know, to really settle in where I can travel and not have to worry about uh, you know, the, the consequences of a of a nation that hasn't fully opened up right. quite yet. So but that would, is that is definitely would that not in the be future. would that not be one of the best events you ever went on in your whole life to see what goes on behind the doors? Because Rolls Royce, well, you, was, correct me if I'm wrong. 
they're kind of like a sleeping giant that just woke up in the last five years, is it, or is that just my impression? Yeah. No, David, you are you are totally you are totally right. They were dead in the water, yeah, pretty much. And then the uh, you know they were purchased by BMW, the mm-hmm. BMW Group. They went through a you know one part was purchased by Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. It was just a big mess trying to sort out the uh, the ashes. You know, Volkswagen ended up with Bentley. And I have been to the Bentley factory. They employ employ a lot of the uh, similar coach building um, to Check. their automobiles. Mm-hmm. But Rolls Royce is now owned by the BMW Group, and BMW has wisely let the folks in Goodwood, United Kingdom, do what they do best, and that's excellent. to build excellent automobiles. Now, the first model that kind of relaunched Rolls Royce was the Phantom. Mm-hmm large and in charge. I mean, when you see a phantom coming down the street, you're like, okay. You move over. You, you know you know from miles away what it is. Yeah. And as it just effortlessly and so quietly just drifts by you, powers by you, yeah. you're like, wow, that is really a special automobile. Yeah. So then they were smart enough to make smaller versions that were just as elegant and opulent. Dawn, Ghost, um, What's the uh, uh my, my my brain yeah, um, yeah. the wraith the wraith wraith the, yeah uh, the wraith which I yeah, the, I, right. I like the wraith a lot <laughs> but yeah. you know what they want so you they behind the wheel too that's another twist that's well, never see, been Rolls Royce nail on nail on the head Dave the Phantom is more of a car to be driven around in right but the wraith <sighs> the wraith black badge you know the, all, oh yeah the ghost the dawn these. And even this boat tail, these are cars you don't you you don't want to sit in the back of a boat tail. You want to be up front uh, and it, let people see all the glory I of know. what you have just created. Now let me talk a little bit about the car. It's almost nineteen feet long. Okay, well you're getting close to the bottom of the hour, so run quick. Okay, so how about uh, we just carry on to the yeah. next segment and uh, yeah, we we'll talk a little bit because I don't want to yeah I don't want to cramp it because I want to hear a little bit more about this thing because yes, Nick, it's absolutely. beautiful. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're going to have Brian Armstead with me till the top of the hour. You don't need to go anywhere. This is You Oughta Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This is the You Oughta Know Show. I'm Dave Stahl. we got Brian Armstead on the line hanging with us today talking cool cars. But first... Don't forget to go check out Weather Machine. Another fan, you know. You notice how I get a lot of sponsors that are family owned and operated because I get the better service. You get the better service, and that's what that's all about. And that's what Weather Machine is. I think four or five generations. They have their own uh, sheet metal shop. And why is that important? If you can't find a part for your AC or, or heating system, and the you know and the store says, well, you have to buy a whole new unit. Weather Machine can hook you up. Go to Weather Machine or weathermach at cox.net, weathermach at cox.net. And John's Automotive Care, another Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, Master Tech, guaranteed clear across the United States. This is the original location at 6266-7 Riverdale Street. Give them a call or just go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair. All right, so Brian and I, you want to just kind of close off on that Rolls-Royce because I do kind of want to hear the specs. Have you seen it yet, or you just get the press release? Oh, no, no. I, you know, and I doubt that I'll ever see one. I mean, this is oh, not a car they'll ever have a press event for. Let's roll <laughs> through it very quickly. Let's start up front where the new treatment features the iconic Pantheon grill that Rolls-Royce is famous for, for 
flanked by deep-set daytime running lights with the classic round headlights, headlamps. It's a styling feature that uh, goes back to the Phantom. The side view is where you start to see the nautical references. It has a wraparound windshield that pays homage to, like, you remember the mahogany crisscraft? Oh, yeah. Like that style. Yeah. And so it's at the rear where the fun really begins. The aft deck is designed like a historic boat tail and incorporates a lot of Caledoligno wood veneer. It's like a dark veneer that they inlay stainless steel pinstripes. It's just amazing. If you go to their uh, press site, you can see the actual construction with all of the old-time tools, old-world tools like metal tapping and you know, fender rolling and all of that. It's all incorporated. The car features a fixed canopy roof that's removable, so there's no convertible top that lowers down. You have to raise this roof off. Mm. But if you know, if you encounter some uh, some inclement weather while you have the roof removed, a temporary tunnel can be fitted. But Dave, it's at the back where the split rear deck opens up to expose the hosting suite. Yeah. At the press of a button, it opens in a sweeping cantilever motion. One side is dedicated to like wine and champagne. The other side is dedicated to cutlery engraved with the name boat tail. And it's just a really big plates, forks, you name it. It's got a double refrigerator that houses your wine or champagne to the exact temperature with custom polished cradles to store them without them bouncing around. It's got an umbrella that pops up for sunshade or for, you know, poor weather. You can offer some, uh, protection mm-hmm. they have cocktail tables that rotate on either side of the hosting suite to provide two and they and it gives you access to two minimalist stools which is stowed in the hosting suite as well wow. you know it's, it's thousands of bespoke options it's got a bovet 1822 tourbillon reversible tourbillon timepiece embedded in the dash but you can also wear it as a watch use it as a table clock or pendant or pocket timepiece Mont Blanc pen and the glove box. Uh, just an amazing vehicle day. Wow. Botel, uh, the chairman concluded, Muller Otvos, the Botel is a culmination of a collaboration, ambition, and time. It was born from a desire to celebrate success and create a lasting legacy. In its remarkable realization, Rolls-Royce Botel forges a pivotal moment in our Mark's history and in the contemporary luxury landscape. Once again, Dave, if you've got to ask, you probably can't afford it. Uh, $25 million is what they're estimated to start at uh, for the three that have been built up to $28 million. It's really a phenomenal automobile. Yeah. Congratulations, Rolls-Royce. Absolutely. Now, now let's talk car, about Dave. another high-end car. Well, another BMW uh, group product is the BMW 4 Series. Right. And I have uh, had the opportunity to drive the BMW 440i, and of course, my mouse is going to move a little slow right now, but it's one of uh, many models from BMW. You have the X1 through X6 sport mm-hmm. utilities, uh, X7 sport utilities, mm-hmm. the 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, the 2, 3, 4, 5, and 7 and 8 uh, sedans and coupes, the Z4, the M models, which is one that I drove, the i3 electric uh, with a gasoline generator. And tomorrow, Dave, I get a chance to see the new iX and i4 hmm. and a special DC presentation of these electrified BMWs. But Good. let's talk a little 4 Series convertible. The M440i, Dave, it comes in at 64,000 base, 
you know, BMW will a la carte you to death, much like uh, Porsche does. Oh, yeah. So the price was $74,670 after adding the $3,700 executive package, the $1,300 dynamic handling package, which includes 19-inch wheels, a $700 parking assistance package, and various other little treats that uh, brought the total price to $74,670, including a $995 destination charge. My car was finished in drive it gray metallic with tan with Takora red for Nazca mm-hmm. leather. It is a gorgeous automobile. You walk up to the car, Dave. You hit the you hit and hold the open button on the uh, key fob, and the roof creates a dance. The tr- rear trunk lid comes up, and the roof uh, the cloth roof folds into the uh, bin. You know the binnacle where it's supposed mm-hmm. to be stored. And then a hard lid closes over top of it. So you have the beauty of a soft top convertible, but when the top is down, it's a clean, full metal design as if you had a hard top convertible. So they've managed to uh, take the uh, the beauty of both. Now, three series convertible is still a hard top convertible, but if you want a soft top, then you go up to the uh, four series convertible, which is larger than the three series, and it fit me just well. I mean, it was just a great way to drive. So the M version, of course, gives you things that are part of the whole M mistake. And M is the performance brand of BMW. So you get an eight-speed M Sport automatic transmission, M Sport brakes with blue calibers, a 48-volt mild hybrid system, the M Sport differential, active adaptive M suspension, uh, keyless entry, wind deflector for the convertible, Matte wood finished trim inside. Really cool feature that started with Mercedes, I believe, but it's on the BMW now, Dave. Neck warmer, a five hundred dollar yeah. option, has two vents on the headrest mm-hmm. on the front of the uh, on the front seats. Blows warm air, so it makes it a true three three and a half season convertible if you live on the East Coast, and a four season convertible if you live in California, where you know if you're in the high mountains of California or the high desert, and of course at night. It's a little cooler mm-hmm. than you would want, you know, with, with the top down without that kind of protection and comfort. So active driving assist, lumbar support, dual zone climate control, wireless charging, Android Auto and Apple CarPlay, active blind spot detection. This vehicle is absolutely loaded. Now, if you want to show off your M power, Dave, you simply put it into sport mode. And the thing just snarls and and growls and just really, you know, hauls tail down the road. It's a three-liter M twin power turbo six with the 48, uh, as we talked about, the 48-volt mild hybrids technology. And it's quiet and it's comfortable. But when you want to really accelerate, it performs not like a V8, but pretty darn close to it, Dave. The thing really sounds good, looks good, and really hauls tail down the road. Now, one thing I like a lot about BMWs is their ultimate care program. For the first three years or 36,000 miles, whichever comes first, scheduled maintenance is on BMW. That means you pay nothing for engine oil, air filters, spark plugs, brake fluid, micro filters, vehicle checks, brake pads, you name it. The only thing you pay for are tires and normal wear items. Uh, but, you know, you, you're, you're pretty much covered from stem to stern, to use another nautical reference, um, you know, from the time you buy the car 
to the time that uh, that 36,000 or 3,000 or three years or 36,000 miles goes past. Uh, came into Baltimore, which is right down the road from me at the port of Baltimore. The car is built in Germany. It's got 55% German content, uh, 5% U.S. content, and I don't know where the rest of it comes from. But, you know, 55% from Germany that leads, uh, and 5% U.S. that leads 40% from somewhere else that's not indicated on the Monroney. Four-year, 50,000-mile limited vehicle warranty, 12 years against rust, and four years unlimited mileage roadside assistance. BMW has done some great things with their cars. Like Mercedes, I think they have a few too many models at some points because I kind of lose track of what's what. But when you get in them, they're all well built together. They're all well screwed together. They're solid. They're quiet. They're dependable. And they have a, a following that is just phenomenal. You know, you're either a Mercedes guy or a BMW guy or an Audi guy. But the BMW people, they, you know, they let you know that they're there and they're in, and they come in force. Yeah, I go to a lot of club events here on the East Coast, and the BMW group is always very well represented. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of the legacy vehicles at their shows, like Mercedes. Like you can, you'll see a 1936 Mercedes or a 1955 Going or things like that. It's rare that you find a whole lot of older Audis or BMWs. Uh, that it, the 507 BMW is a classic. Uh, the BMW Isetta, the little three-door model, mm-hmm. of which I have a copy, uh, a, a model, right, right in front of me on my desk. Uh, you know, it's, the door opens from the front, so they don't have a lot of vehicles that seem to have stood the test of time. But their fan base is uh, huge. They've done some great things, and I'll certainly report probably next weekend about the BMW iX and the i4. I believe I got those names right. Let me go back and double check here. So BMW iX and the i4, correct. So those um, I'll get a chance to preview them tomorrow. So right. uh, Dave, I think that um, in the next segment we should kick it back up a notch, if you will, and talk about an opportunity that I've already had the chance to drive, and we talked about it on the show one or two weeks ago. But now you've had the opportunity, and from what I heard, I think Dave Stahl is pretty uh, enamored with this vehicle. What do you have to say about it, young man? You know, you're you're absolutely right, and I have to be real honest with you. I, this was my first Maybach experience, okay? And it wasn't because I just never thought of it. You know, I never really put it in my mind. But once I've driven it, because I've been in the Maserati, I've been in the Lamborghini, I've been in the Rolls-Royce, I've been in all the... You know, I don't think you can throw rolls in there, but you know, you know, but still, out of the, all your high-end SUVs, and then to get into the Maybach and see what you get for your money, I was extremely impressed. And we'll talk more about that when we get back. So let's run to break. Hang in there, Brian. This is FM ninety-six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This uh, segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Go to 3909 Convoy Street, another Napa Auto Care ASC service. I mean, you know, I, that's where you need to go. Go where the warranty's at. And Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa's for scratches, dings, and dents. Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa. Uh, give them a call or just go see him right there at 3885 Convoy Street, San Diego. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. 
and we've been talking some pretty nice cars, some we haven't gotten into or never will, and then some we have. <laughs> and, and and I think the Maybach is, is a car that you can get into. When you look at now, now which co- which color combination? I don't remember the the true name, but it was black bottom with a like a burgundy, deep ruby burgundy top. Now, Dave, now first of all, now if you're going to get into a a, a, a one sixty to two hundred thousand dollar car, we must give it the proper pr- German pronunciation. Did I do it wrong? It's Maybach. What's well, Maybach? It my is Maybach, my friend. It's like my buck. It is yours. Kind of like my buck, like my, but it's my buck. It's my buck. You can't have my box. Get away from me. You can't have my box. But, you know, from well, a pro- from a price point, did this not surprise you a little bit? It really did. I, you know, because I expected it to be well north of $200,000. Oh. The the model I drove a couple of weeks ago came in at, at like 160, 165, something along those lines. Yeah, mine's 172, and, uh, a- 172 and change. And look, there's a local dealer here in the in the in the area that's selling them for over two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred twelve thousand dollars. That's that's like a, a pandemic uh, battle if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I mean, no almost kidding. to a almost to a ridiculous degree. But Dave, I, I was curious. You know, when you when I found out that you were in the Maybach, I sent you a note saying, "Okay, I want yeah. you to go over a speed bump at twenty five over twenty miles an hour." Tell us about that experience, Dave, so people can understand how unique this vehicle is. Well, let me tell you what. I had three people in the vehicle with me. We had just come back from a, an event, and we we're I was taking one of them home, and we went through his area that has speed bumps. And I went, ooh, speed bumps. I said, my co-host, Brian Armstead, said, you should just hop right over those, and you'll be blown away. So I did. And I did do it a little faster than what you recommended. But you know what I noticed? The faster I went over them, the smoother the ride. The slower I went over them, it did. I mean, it would crawl over them like you would in a normal car. But when you pick that thing up to speed, so I looked into it, and it has everything to do with cameras on board that are mated with the suspension system. And that car can see what's coming up and adjust accordingly. I was blown away. I wouldn't recommend you do it. Every every single time, but if you got into a panic situation and you knew you come up on a speed bump or a, or a deformant in the road, and you weren't ready for it. This car already knows about it. Well, it is a system that you can uh, that you can use every day, Dave, because it's built. You can actually go into. It, it was designed really for taking the Maybach off road and Whew. and not upsetting uh, not upsetting the apple cart by taking it off road. But I mean, it's like. It, it's designed. It's built in. It's that's. It's called. Um, oh God, um, the name is is slipping my. I, my, I just can't think of anything today. But, I know uh, it's. I know what you're the, thinking because I looked into it heavy duty, but I can't think of it either. But just, and I talked about it on the show just a couple of weeks ago. But um, it it you go into the into the um, center console and you mm-hmm. you can dial up this feature, where because you know it's. Mercedes used to have a feature called Magic Carpet Ride or something like that back in the when they came out with the S Class, the the current generation of the S Class, which is about to be supplanted by the next generation, mm-hmm. which I'm headed to um, Rhode Island on Wednesday to drive. Ah, that'd be uh, a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. I've never been to Rhode Island, so I'm, I'm really excited. 
But I mean, it's like, it's designed to do that. You can actually dial it up as part of the off-road pages, mm. if you will, wow. with um, with this uh, with this Maybach. I mean, you know, the ride quality, the, the perforated leather, mm. the metal, the metal and and wood inside. I mean, everything about it mm-hmm. is just like, you know, it's just built to to impress. Well, the LED crystal dome light. Okay, I'm talking a dome light, folks. But when you turn that dome light on, it's like crystals that are dancing overhead. And they really, not only do they illuminate the center console, but it illuminates underneath the driver and passenger's foot foot area to where you could drop anything and pick it up. The attention to detail on that car, where no two pieces of wood were alike. Uh, the right. sound system, the Bowmaster sound system. I probably messed that name up too, but I don't care. Burmeister Bur- Bur- thing. I right. mean, I'm looking for traffic. I mean, I am looking to go home late. I'm, I, I have not gotten out of that car and I've drove it to LA. I drove it back. I mean, I, I don't know what more I could talk about it. And that's from the driver's seat. You go ahead, tell them what's going on in the back seat where you got the recliners and you know what else. Well, first of all, I did look it up. It's e-active body control. That's, and that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, I mean, just amazing. In the back seat, Dave, I thought I was on Cutter Airways or, or Emirates <laughs> because, I mean, it's like first-class reclining yeah. seats yeah. In, the, in the second row. There is no third row nope. in the car that I drove because it had a custom wood ensconcement uh, around the two rear seats, which looked like something that, quite frankly, that Rolls Royce had built. It was so beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and, I, and I, I mean that. I mean that as a, a compliment, Rolls Royce. I mean, I mean Mercedes for sure. Yes, uh, totally agree. But you know, you ha- there's a tablet uh, in the center console. It's a Samsung tablet that has the Maybach logo on it. You can you can dial up a variety of parameters to make your rear seat um, entertainment or and comfort. Special. You can move the passenger seat forward at the touch of a button and fully recline with leg support, folks. We're talking. Mm-hmm. If you've never been in a on an international first class flight on a Middle Eastern or one of the Asian airlines, this is what is in the second row in the rear of a of a Mercedes Maybach mm-hmm. GLS 600. It's just a phenomenally comfortable automobile. I'll, let uh, let me help large. you out with. It. Let's talk about the center. You were going onto the center console. You drop the door right. down, and there's two cutout areas for champagne flutes that are made in stainless steel by a company that I don't have the name in front of me. Fifth generation, and then there's another door. You open it up, and that's uh, where your bottles of champagne, you know, water, whatever, whatever it is. But it's basically designed for a couple of bo- small bottles of champagne, and that thing is cold. Cold as could be the only well, downside to, to that, it. Dave. Yeah, but there is yeah. one. There is a tiny downside because that refrigerator does take up storage space in the trunk. So as long as you're aware sure. of that, you'll be sur- you'll, sure. you'll survive. But the, the positive about it is that if you have a bottle of champagne in that refrigerator, when you shut the car down, it still operates. I know. Champagne cold. I, know. I don't know. I don't know for how long, but you know, I was I was proud enough, and and thanks uh, to Mercedes for uh, for hooking, hooking this up. Yes. Uh, oh. When Eden, my daughter Eden, graduated, 
um, from college. Oh, that's right. From Towson University. Uh, I picked her up in a Mercedes Maybach GLS S600. And I, after the graduation, she opened the uh, center console, and there was a bottle of um, Vercliquot champagne, chilling, waiting for her to uh, celebrate her, her accomplishments. So we had a, a really nice time. It was That's me and her mom. Awesome. Her mom was in the back, and it's really impressive. You know, the styling is beautiful. Yeah. The car makes a statement. I'm, I'm a little conflicted, Dave, with the the nomenclature on the car, because if you look from the back, it says Maybach. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at the front, you have the Mercedes three point star. And then right below it on the beautiful grill, um, it says Maybach. And then you go inside and it says my, you have the Maybach logo on the uh, touchpad controller. Uh, the, the digital speedometer cluster has a Maybach logo on it, but in between the cluster, but the steering wheel has the Mercedes three-pointed star. And you forgot, back and forth. you forgot one more other location, and that's on the C-pillar right. outside of the vehicle. I thought exact. I go, what the, why couldn't they have done the Maybach emblem in replacement of, right. now maybe, I don't, I don't know. The only reason I think, now I'm starting to hesitate, because I was talking to Mark Gillis from Volkswagen, and when they came out with their new uh, car, they said, they had forgotten that they're they're supposed to have the name of, of like if it's got to say Volkswagen someplace on the car, where a couple of the models they didn't even think about it, but they've been told they have to do that. So that was the only reason I thought of that, but not the hood ornament. That should have been the my the the actual emblem of the car. Yeah, because you're right on on the C pillar or D pillar, whichever uh, mm -hmm. way you look at it. There's the Mercedes. There's the Maybach logo. Look like it, a belt it buckle. Looks like. It looks like, you know, maybe you ordered it from Amazon and stuck it on to make your, your <laughs> well, BLS look kind of slick. There is you know? that there is that too. It should have been a little beefier, uh or maybe airbrushed no, in. I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about the quality of that piece of metal itself. It's just because there's such a confliction between yes. Yes. whether it's a Mercedes, you know, because when the Maybach, when the original Maybach sixty two and fifty seven sedans came out, mm -hmm. They were they were a hit. I mean, athletes had them, and oh, all yeah. the rich and famous had oh, them. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, they were like, when when did they come out in the United States? In, in early two thousand, yeah, fifty seven and sixty two. Mm -hmm. They were they were, you know, they were incredible. Yeah. With and absolutely no advertising, them. not a word and said the, about them, and no Mercedes Benz, you no. know, logo on it anywhere. Now, I the, know. the financial crisis. The financial crisis, 2007, killed 2008, them. spelled the end of, yeah, yeah killed them. But, but they're back. Them back. Hey, bring we're, them back. We're going to break. I'm, I'm going to work hard out. Yeah. So, buddy, that was the most fun I've had in a long time. Yeah, I had a great time, Dave. We yeah. got to do that again yeah. and have fun on the road test. We'll talk to you down the road. All right, folks. Okay, thanks, Dave. Thanks, uh -huh. Chris. Take okay. care, buddy. Bye -bye. All right, hey, folks, you're listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Stay tuned. Can you? 